Hey everybody, we're talking BET Award nominations, Tamar Braxton's Leaving the Real, and a lot more fun stuff. All that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Woo! Hey! Woo! Hey, wait, Courtney, you're not, you're not filming the song today, Court? What's everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. The full panel is back. Back, back, back. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's right before Memorial Day. Anybody got some exciting things going on? Wow, like, no. No. Yeah. I'm going to go hiking. That's Freaking exciting. Loser yeah. over here. Actually, there's always some barbecues and parties going on. What about you? You're a man about town. He's uh, going to be like, I'm going. Exactly. I'll be at Oprah's house. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'm joking. I will be at Popra's house because that's, a, well, that's actually not a good joke because there really is a Popra. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought you was like, I, was I mean, actually, I thought you were cool, saying so she was here. Actually, I was kind of mad. I was like, I was like, I was trying to go opposite of Oprah and it came out Popra. But no, I'll be at a just chilling. It'll be real low key. But that's here nor there. It doesn't matter. Well, then I feel like we should just all go get drinks. Well, we could do that. I'm there here. Are, there are places to go. There are lots there are of places, places to, go. to go. Well, joining me today are my lovely co-host, Rachel True. Hello. And you know what? When you play that as your theme song, it's got such a strong beat, even I can't miss it. So thank you. You did catch the beat. You did catch the beat. DJ Jesse J. What up? And Courtney Stewart, What's a.k.a. Up, Afro rock star diva. Yes. Afro rock star. Kill. Even right with now. the headphones on, even with Killing the headphones right on. You give me some, you get like female Lenny Kravitz over there right now. Like Storm, God, if he is this for X-Men my husband. right now? <laughs> oh, is that your, is that, you gotta think about that. Is that the crush right there? I love him. Yeah, I only love him because, I mean, he's good looking in general and he always has been, but he did an interview and he was talking about taking care of his grandma in uh, Paris and I was just like, I'm in love with you for life. But what about, like, I don't, I think he's so attractive. I'm just not yeah. sure he'd make the best husband. Probably but not, but, you know, in theory. I mean, you have a good time. In theory. <laughs> they change for you. And baby. I heard he's an amazing father because. Yeah, I'm sure. Know. I mean, Zoe you know. seems like an awesome. Yeah, yeah. Some super, super right. Little girl, young woman. She's a grown exactly. woman. Not even she young a grown anymore. Woman. She's she a grown woman. She's a grown woman. Do you know I've got a picture of my Twitter from when I um, used to babysit her? That sounded so dirty. I got a picture uh, of her. Oh, no, no. There's nothing dirty about it. She's like four. <laughs> oh. No, it's, I thought you said I got a picture of my Twitter. Oh, yeah. So that's and it is. You should see my Twitter, you guys. No, it's adorable. This picture of her because she Aww. already looks like a little movie star in it Aww. so you know she's gorgeous yeah, she, she really is. is she is good looking family because at least a bonnet still beautiful and still beautiful. hey did anyone see her on girls she looked amazing i did i, did. I saw she her looked amazing. she does not age yeah, that woman does really not age she is living girl. a healthy lifestyle because it, she's the one good. who got me into veganism for the record like oh, wow. she's the one way back in the day um you know just sort of explained it to me and this and that and i'd already been thinking about giving up meat but that's when i full-on you know gave it up so could you set up a meeting for her to meet me so i could have can i fall into veganism as well in years and years and years but she's a fabulous person Right. Well, we have some fabulous topics today. All right. Starting off with some fun stuff from DJ Jesse J. Boom. June 26, 2016, the BET Awards are back. Some of the nominations. Nicki Minaj, Surprise. Beyonce, Best Collaboration, Feeling Myself. Chris Brown, Play No Games. Kanye West, One Man Can Change the World. Really, though? Really, <laughs> BET? They have Where Y'all At, Drake and Future, and Rihanna and Drake work. Out of that, who do you guys think is taking the cake? It better be Best Beyonce collaboration. And Nikki. 
Uh, Over Rihanna and Drake? I think Rihanna and Drake. Uh, Don't no you think way. they're yeah. sort of uh, the most commercially uh, forefronty, viably, you know, thing? Like, all right. Well, uh, we always talk about R&B, so let's do this one. The Weeknd, Bryson Tiller. Chris Brown. I'm just laughing because I know you have no idea. I don't know one of these songs. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm you don't like, know The Weeknd? This is like, you know no, the the weekend. no. This is like my face when I'm like, oh, I, I don't know my face when I'm with you. Tyrese. Tyrese. <laughs> Tyrese had a song? He, Girl, he oh, had the Black Rose. <laughs> yeah. I got you. I got you. Viewer's Choice is Beyonce, Drake, uh, Bryson Tiller. He only really had songs this, I was gonna say, the, do I this know year, Bryson though. Tiller is? He had that one song, Don't. And then he has all these nominations, but oh. you know. See, I was gonna go with the weekend. I feel like the. Be- I love the weekend. Mm, yeah, I, I think, think the weekend. I mean, especially if he just racked up at the Billboard Awards, and he—I mean, you can't turn on the radio <laughs> without him. Every song. And BT will probably just really want him to show up. So yeah. It's yeah. Oh, you think that's why? You think people win awards because that's who they'll get to show? <laughs> he just looked at me like, "Are you uh, stupid, yeah. Drew?" <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm like blissfully naive, and I like that about myself. All right. How about best act- actress? Taraji, Kerry Washington, Viola Davis, Tracy Ellis Ross, Gabrielle Union. Taraji. Give it to Viola. I think they're honestly, all amazing, like, but Viola is like, come on. If you're doing best actress, yeah, but who will probably win it? Taraji, it would be Taraji, Taraji, or it might be Tracy Ellis and, Ross. And they're all great, by the way. Yeah. Those are super talented women, and then all that whole group. But I just think Viola Davis really, if you if you watch that show, she's got it. She oh, kicks it out on so many different she's levels. She's a different level and of a, an actress, you know. And to go on camera like without the wig and without the makeup and without the lashes and all of that, it's not brave. It is just how we look actually when we're looking in the mirror. But I think it's good for these images to start being put on Well, television. I hope BET thinks that deeply <laughs> about this category. I don't think so, though. I feel like <laughs> I mean, you know, Empire wins. I mean, yeah, it Empire. is a, a black network, so I would think Listen, that they would put that thought into it. I'm Empire a huge wins. Empire fan. I would love to be an Empire, but what is happening on that show? I mean, seriously. I honestly I kind of go in and out. Because <laughs> I too. stopped watching it in the beginning of this season, and then I binged crazy. it. Like, so I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> and then I started, like, I caught back up last month, or, or last week. Two weeks ago? Two right. weeks ago, whatever. Whatever. By caught up, did you watch past episodes? I did or go like back. Catch up no, I got back and I watched the past episodes because I'm like, eh, I want to know what's happening. Yeah. I wasn't like, but it's not something I like pay attention to. It's right, kind of right, like it's right, playing right. while you're doing other stuff, and then somebody getting shot on a red carpet. I was right, like, what yeah. is going on? Yeah. I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's gotten ridiculous. I it's really do ridiculous. hope that next season it kind of pulls together and it's a little more cohesive, and that you and I are on. Yeah, it. Wow, you have a lot <laughs> of fun. I would have fun with that. Uh, best actor: Anthony Anderson, Michael B. Jordan, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Idris Elba, Courtney Vance. Mm, oh, Michael B. I, Jordan. I don't know. I would say they'd give it to O'Shea Jackson just because they like got totally not recognized previously right. award series for um, mm, anything yeah, I mean, straight out of Compton. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. I feel like that would just be sort of the to me that makes sense favorite. Yeah, but Michael Jordan, if Michael B. Jordan gets so much love that I feel like they might. I mean, but again, still again Idris he had a big year too, and Idris kicked out a fabulous performance. So mm-hmm. um, you know yeah. what I mean? It's a little more serious yeah. uh, of a topic sure. this movie. But I thought it was great. I also, it's so confusing. Like even to go back to like the Beyonce feeling myself. Like I don't even think of that song to be nominated. This I, year. I like, thought if so anything, old. it was last year's nomination. Yeah. As soon as you said it, I was like, wait, didn't it come out right Which at one? last year's nomination? Feeling myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I got that. Don't get me wrong, I still listen to it yeah. probably you know, I, weekly, but, but you know, because <laughs> when I be mad in the morning, I have to feel myself a little bit. 
June 26, BET Awards. Make sure you guys check it out. All right, so the T is Tamar Braxton getting fired from the real Deuces. Oh, and we found oh, wow. out on Sunday. Not only it on the day of the Lord. It was on the Lord. No, I mean, Deuce, I mean, like, it's Deuce. I didn't mean it like He is not a fan. But the real T is is that Vince, apparently, since he is a producer on the show, knew about her firing two weeks in advance. But she says, I ain't tripping because he always has my back, so he probably was fighting for me and didn't want you know me to be in a weird headspace. Yeah. I mean, People are saying now that they aren't liking the way Tamar's handling being fired from the show, and they feel like that she's smearing everybody's names, and so they're threatening to release a tape of Tamar <laughs> going off on production because they're saying that was the problem with this. And it gives me Leah Remini tea. Yeah, Remember that from the talk mm-hmm. when they're like, mm, "You're you're just too loud. You're too New York for us." So, bye. Yeah. Well, that part of it I thought was weird when they, because obviously they hired her for her personality. They knew who she was. They, she didn't change right during the course of no. the show. She was always sort of like that. So when you hear things, I don't know if they're just rumors, but like she's too. <laughs> is Tamar one too? Uh, Shut your mouth! Really? I, I didn't know that. She'll probably smack you and be like, I like, you got the low key tea. I know. I that's some, that's like, some tea right there. But they were, I heard um, reports <laughs> saying. That's some tea right there. That's <laughs> why she said it. It was so cute. <laughs> that's some tea right there. <laughs> so well Smiley face. It was like a commercial that for is some tea. Right there. I'm so I feel like a little like light by her tooth is going like, ching. OMG, I'm such a nerd. Him. That's some really right there. <laughs> that's for the, um, that's, right. the that's the non-urban version of there's some tea, y'all. Um, that was great. I needed that language. When they're um, on her for her personality and the way that she interacts with the audience, I think that's kind of harsh. She, that's who she is. She's sort of a, I don't see, I, I thought she was kind of a country girl, not particularly urban. To I me, mean, she's a little country. Countryhood. Here's my thing. Though. So they, are a lot of us. They're, they're <laughs> saying, they're, here, Courtney and I had a, a discussion about it prior to the show starting today because there was a focus group that happened that when she went on Dance with the Stars, allegedly. A, lot of the, allegedly a focus group, <laughs> that they were saying that she was too ghetto or that her slang words were too much for the show and that the audience wasn't relating to that because most of the audience members are educated black women who felt like she was depicting the black woman in, in the wrong Stereotypical format. Stereotypical Stereotypical way. way. Do you guys think that's true? She's being herself. I there there are people true. who have a character, like, out, out their personalities, black, white, Asian. But a lot of people are like her. And even <laughs> in if... In the real world. She represents a demographic. A, she Absolutely. A real demographic. Even if it was, it's not like she's sitting on a panel with all white women and they've got the one black girl on the panel right. snapping her fingers and rolling her neck. Like, there's uh, two other women of color on that panel. Like, she is who she is, like you said. She was hired for for that reason. Right. I personally think it's kind of bogus that this focus group information is coming out to the public to say that all these people thought she was ghetto and advertisers didn't want to buy into it, blah, 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 blah. Advertisers obviously wanted to buy into it initially because they wanted her fan base to come to that show and start making that show right. a success. And she was part of the reason that yep. show was able to be built and made a success, Fox. And then suddenly it's no longer viable, which is fine. That's entertainment. Things change, whatever. But I just think it's kind of crappy that suddenly all this information about how she was such a negative force for advertisers and for the images of black women are s- suddenly like coming out because they need to sh- tell pictures needs to share that because she's upset she got fired. Of course she's upset she got fired. You have the right to fire her. You could leave it at that. But why is all of this detail sort of right. coming out afterwards? 
Well, I think it's a little. I mean, and not I agree okay. with you there. I guess the only thing is that I guess I wasn't surprised with some of the things <laughs> that they were saying. They said because I feel like when you start messing, if this is true, if you start messing with sponsors, and they said she was having temper tantrums in front of sponsors, yelling at executive producers. Yeah, they if said she's she had doing a incident, a, a incident, an incident where they did an event on the show, and she, if you watch the show, which I have watched the show, I watched it when it started. I got a little annoyed, and I periodically <laughs> watched it after that. But I've watched it over a time period to see it happen. She anytime they play their little games or whatever, Tamar is like the little sister that gets mad because she is the baby in her family. So her behavior is very much like, I wanted to win. Oh uh, shit. Da, da, da. So like that's supposed to be one of the incidents. She didn't right. win something that one of the sponsors was there for, and she acted like she always does and was like, nah, man, I wanted to win and had a bad attitude according to them. But it's like there's six, seven seasons of the Braxtons where you see that is her personality. Right. Right. Which you hired her for this specific it makes no sense. Well, it makes sense if the show has grown beyond yeah, it and right. you're trying to go to the next level to and you don't think her. that but don't try to so that's do you, my issue that they're trashing where, is where you're leading that at some point um, the real will just be like a panel of middle aged white ladies I or, mean, or Asian <laughs> or I mean he's used the thing I think or safe people of color because oh, but even gotcha. I mean people of color like we're judging her because there's a lot of people coming out why is she snapping her neck and doing all this I'm like okay because she's snapping her neck and doing all that look at Tamara if you'd rather not look at that like who you identify with will be Tamara or who you identify will be right. Lonnie. But here's the thing, if I as a black woman and, and an actress have fought to be able to like, no, black people speak Sometimes some of them speak the way that I do because right. they grew up the way that I did, and this is I'm I'm still black, right? She equally is her. That's where she grew up, and that's how she grew up speaking, and that's completely. Well, that's not how she grew up speaking. Talk, oh, you're trying to be black all the time. But that's how you grew up speaking. But I hate when people say that, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I hate when people say that. But I mean, you know, it's the same thing they're saying about her because in the end, her slang came from gay men, not from black women. So what are we really judging? Articles right. today said that she would be better equipped to be on like RuPaul's Drag Race versus the oh. real representing. The, that's the, shade. The, well, yeah. Or a Real Housewives show because she's not any bigger than or her any own of those show girls. because she has, she her, has own her own show still. Uh, and, she does, yeah. and gotcha. she's with her sisters. The I guess they're back. The Braxtons are back, so it's fine. I just, I just didn't like how some of the detail was coming out. But I understand that they like there's some confusion and it kind of seemed like she was sort of maybe blaming one of the hosts possibly she, because yeah, was, wait. but she didn't directly Conspiracy blame them. Theory. But, but Courtney, don't you think that as far as business, that's even though you have social media and you can say whatever you want, that's not actually the thing to do. The best no. thing to oh, do, even if it was in the most embarrassing firing of your entire life in that little room, the best thing would have for her to do is just play it like I had a great time on this show. Exactly. Looking forward right. to what's coming agree. next. Right. Period. And then you go home and you bitch to your sisters. I, I totally nauseam about how much you hate the people you work with, etc. But that's not what you do professionally because now another company, another talk show might not hire, hire her because her of the way she handled this. Exactly. And again, if you're out there watching and you're not a famous person like don't don't act like that you won't be able to get right. away with it I totally but Lonnie did come on to her defense she did on she like posted her own thing on social media and she was apologizing saying like I'm probably gonna get in trouble for doing this but I want to make it clear I didn't have anything to do with her getting fired I didn't even know I'm totally down for her that's my friend because there was a lot of talk that it was stuff that, that, that all, they're saying that it's all the girls uh, went against it 
But I've heard Jenny Mai, and then also the fact that Tamar started, you know, stop following all of the co-hosts. Except Tamara. Except for Tamara. Nothing petty about that. She is petty, though. Like, that was her thing. Like, that's what she talked about on the show. We all mentioned, we were talking about this earlier, when Leah Remini and and also Holly Robinson-Pete was like, but look at how classy. Holly Robinson-Pete is a super classy woman, always and forever. She didn't go off and point fingers or, you know, go, I can't believe I was fired. She just, and I'm sure she had her feels about that oh, yeah. situation, let's face it, because she's a perfect host for that job. Why they let her go, we'll never know. But now she has her own show, but I believe she has her own show and deals with Oprah because she was so graceful and gracious yeah. and right. all that. And again, it doesn't mean I don't go home and have a Scorpio tantrum exactly. when things don't go my way. I do. But I just it. know better than to have it completely in public. And and I believe that when you're on reality shows, like mm-hmm. she is, maybe you start thinking, like, everything needs to be... The we live in public. Over the top, yeah. Yeah, we live in public these days. I, I also wonder, conspiracy-wise, you know, I always have a little theory. If she knew about this before and, you know, PR wise, we care because she got fired because if she had just left the show, would we care if she has an album? If she had just left the show to go focus on her solo art uh, tour and whatever? I'm sure this was calculated. Like You know what I mean? And now her show is about to start back up, so now we're going to want to see the show. Why did she leave the real? I feel like everything. There's not one thing that is uncalculated these days to get viewers and eyeballs. Yeah. So, But I wish her the best of luck. Like, the one thing I know I've, I've only watched a few episodes of the Braxton Sisters mm-hmm. show, not any of their private ones, but what I know is there's just not enough powder in the world for me to keep up with these girls. <laughs> like, seriously. No, right. I I wouldn't be able to hang. No, really. <laughs> They'd be like, you can't sit with us at lunch. You seriously. would be a funny addition to the Braxton show, let me tell you. <laughs> but I that's my truth. It. I was like, oh my god, there's you no don't have powders. enough wigs, girl. I don't, don't have enough hair. Powder. Yeah, I wear my own hair. Yellow. You gotta learn to dance. Oh, god. Too much. Well, they be doing just little two-steps. Well, they and, but they're right. constantly like making jokes about why they gotta only do two two steps because oh, like, they, right. they want to do know, some more. You know, that, totally you know that famous dance teacher Fatima Fatima. Yeah, Fatima. Um, so she did our half and half choreography, and her look the whole time with me was. <laughs> she just couldn't believe someone really could not dance the, at all, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm glad I could be your case study." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, good luck to Tamar. You can come on Black Hollywood Live and tell us your full report and I know, story. Please. And give us all the tea because we know. love to hear it. Um, Can't wait you know. to see who they hire. Or if they hire I anybody. I feel like um, Courtney and I should be in the should running. Be, we should totally <laughs> I agree. We I'm would fill that seat wonderfully. I think, I think we would be do great. fabulous. We'd be so entertaining. I don't have tantrums on set. I don't have any tantrums, um, honey. When I'm getting a check, I will smile when you need <laughs> me to. Right. She is sponsor friendly. <laughs> no, I actually, think, I actually think I would be great in a show like that because I sure. like talking, obviously. But you would be too, Courtney. Awesome. Like, you're sort of prime Thank for I'm something like that. Right. Of course, she would stay here as well. Yes, and then I would come back and give all the but tea I've on always, Black Hollywood Live. Yeah, I've always seen you, like, p- pictured you on a talk show set. Me too. I saw that too, actually. Thanks. Speaking of shit, I'm trying. I'm secret in 07 that shit up. For all of us. Amen, amen, amen. All right. Well, is that all the tea you got on the tea? That's all the tea on the tea? That's all the tea. On the tea. Okay. All right. Well, before we move on to Courtney's topics, I want to talk to people about Chapman University. Yeah, go to school. Yes, if you are interested in applying to a university there is a great one here right in South SoCal in Socal, Orange, Orange County, County. Mm-hmm. and it's Chapman University they specialize in television film biology business technology yeah. education health science they've got over you 100 majors it. over 100 majors and it. they are really close to the beach which is a Ooh, plus yes. that is a big yeah, plus. study at the beach and not like in crazy traffic close 
Because hey! I'm real familiar with that area. Like, you have a nice straight <laughs> shot to the beach. I love stressing this. Can carry on because education at this point, like when I was coming up, maybe you could get by with just a high school degree, but you kind of can't these days. Nah. You, know? nah. you need a college degree. Yes, Absolutely. you do. Or it's very helpful, I should It's say. very helpful. Well, there are several things that attracted me to this university because they have 86% of the students they help with financial aid. And that's a big, you that's know, big nowadays deal. that's a really big, it's huge. always a big deal, but that's a, that's a high percentage yeah. of people that they're helping financial aid wise. And they have over a hundred different majors. So, I mean, you really you can, can go in there and choose and create your own craft and career. So check it out. You can go to www.chapman.edu backslash information to find out more about Chapman. And maybe you want to attend awesome. there and explore it's your awesome. career. It's only 45 minutes from home. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's like, add that the classes are small. This is sort of impressive. The studi- uh, student faculty ratio is 14 to one. So that's that amazing. means 14 people, oh. not 50. So like you, when I went to NYU, it was 200 people in a class. Yeah. yeah. Say I went to Ohio State and there's 100, 200 right. on the class. So you for get sure. a one-on-one personal touch. So if that's what you need and want, Chapman University is the university for you. Check it out. Go get your education get on. Get your education yeah. on. All right, Appreciate Courtney education. Stewart. Speaking of education, Speaking or somebody of, who is educated, I Very say. educated people. So... Mara Brock Akil and Salim Akil left married, being Mary Jane, which is on BET, was doing very well. They got themselves a real nice production deal over our Warner Brothers. They're not only talented, they're gorgeous they're, on top of but it. They're, they're like literally models. They look gorgeous. like models. But like, right. like you are way too Mara, attractive to be like working this hard. And, Mara created oh, girlfriends. Yes, and she, she did. literally, I, when I would see her, I'd think, well, she's a supermodel. She's on the show. No, she's the creator of it. So her and her she husband. She is the creator. Right. And I saw her after she had her kids, and she still is still just and she's so sweet and she's so smart and whatever. Anyway, so they left. <laughs> they gone. And for those of you that were being Mary Jane fans, myself being one of them, we were all like, oh, hell no, what is going to happen to this show? <laughs> like, but why would you, were you really that worried about a showrunner change? Wait, no, oh my God, from I'm female getting so to much space, my record of side eyes from the, from it, the it, crew it's, today. It's, it's, it's one of those situations and I don't mean to like, because uh, this didn't change that much, but like I was, we were, my peeps and I were concerned sort of the way <laughs> that when the game left the oh, CW and went away for a while then showed oh, back up on BT yeah. and it became something else oh, entirely we were like um yeah. what yeah, yeah. I hear and you. I know it's not the same situation at all but those were the feelings and concerns um they have been somewhat put to rest because they have found a replacement for Mara and Salim and it is in power producer Will Packer he is taking over as executive producer and Miss Erica Shelton Kaddish is taking over as showrunner and she's just off of The Good Wife. Those are white people, right? Show. No, uh, no. Packer. Oh, oh, wow. no Will Packer's black. Oh, gotcha. Um, and Erica Shelton's been working on The Good Wife, which is awesome, and she's done, uh, she did Hawthorne, I believe, in the past, yeah. and she's done a few other things. It's a similar um, tone. Similar tone, hopefully, like, making something happen great because I will admit I personally had up and down feelings about the last season of Being Mary Jane but I was still invested so hopefully that as they go into this one um, it's going to be great and for those of y'all that don't know also over Memorial Weekend Roots is out on Annie which Will Packer produced and he did Uncle Buck which is premiering this summer yeah it's premiering this summer so check that out I want everybody to go back and watch the original one too or read the book if you haven't read the book it's an amazing book and it is this sick but it's so worth it you read it it's on Annie it's going to be on Annie. Lifetime's playing. Yeah, oh, Lifetime is playing. Play. They're playing the original. Watch oh, the original. Yeah. original one if you can too. I'm sure it'll seem dated, but there were some I'd amazing. I'd love to juxtapose those and like watch yeah. them both at the yeah. similar how you, times. How do you guys are, you guys, uh, hey kids, the kids of today, <laughs> how do you feel about this new one? 
Uh, I mean, I, I kept We talked about it, yeah. You did, okay. Well, I was, like, was kind of like, why do they need to remake it? Are you it? over slavey stuff or are you just I'm over I've never over slave stories because I'm, no, I'm a believer neither. that there are lots of stories to tell. I wish there was more balance and more stories right. that we get to tell right. and more much, versions of the much slave story. Much like the story. Holocaust, I think, don't ever, never forget, I never you. forget. So when people are like, we've seen enough slavey stuff. I I'm don't like, you don't have that. to watch it all, but there are a generation that hasn't seen it. Like, I don't necessarily watch some slavey slave shows because oh, I can it uh, hurts too much. Yeah. But some kids, people People have never seen it. Some For sure. Well, here, here's the thing, too. And there are a lot of kids who probably haven't really seen Roots. And it is a little dated, so it may not give the same effect. But they say this one's extremely more graphic that's Ooh. coming out. So it probably will be able to relate to the younger generation. And that's gotcha. the big purpose of that's yeah. the purpose. So they can understand the story and the And the actors that they recognize as contemporaries and stuff like yeah. that. Sure. So I understand why it has, or it, why there's value in it being remade, mm-hmm. even though I do think the original was still great. I and, agree that they could have done another story story. Yeah. Left Roots alone, and because there's many, many, many people have their yes. oral history of their family's um, yes. story. But we're even like recoloring. the like, journey just completed? Yeah, that underground, underground, which is so great. That's, that's but another it, and it, it's a great story, story yeah. and, it's, but it, and it's fictional, so it's sort did of a different... Did you guys see Book of Negroes last year? It was Canadian. I yes. really loved it was that. Fantastic. It was amazing with a woman protagonist and <laughs> That again, is actually on Hulu right now, I believe. So fictionalized story. Book of Negroes. So Canadian production, but as American actors are going to recognize and they're all fantastic and again in the vein of something like Roots but this is about a, a, woman a different story yes, like different they were story. doing because lots of things mm-hmm. were happening and that's why I appreciate what's his name Nate Parker doing the um, Taking Back Birth of a Nation yeah. the Birth name. of a Nation yeah, that's so, I'm very excited about that there are lots of stories to be told about what was going on in slavery other than we was just on the plantation with NASA <laughs> right so I appreciate it and, and I guess that's kind of my viewpoint because we've had this conversation <laughs> about I, I was getting tired of hearing the same stories about slavery but if we can tell them in different ways I'm told that's where I think this story should be told. And and hopefully more stories will come up like because uh, for instance my stepmother's family they were um you know back in the day slaves and then but she's very quick to point out and she's again uh, an older woman I won't say her age but her mother and her grandmother so right after slavery they were not housekeepers she's very quick to say oh no she was a seamstress at the department store that's yeah. a big effing deal. It's a big deal. Back then as my a grandmother woman, had a hair salon on right, a cotton where there's a cotton plantation where people right there were basically like, um, still working for slave wages. Exactly. You know, or doing um, when they're renting the land, but basically giving all the money to the people. Oh, so there's stories like that, and I can't wait till some of those get told. Get or, told. for example, you're Canadian. There's so many stories, of, um, story, stories, stories, stories about how that's the end of the um, Underground Railroad up there, and so there is a fair amount of um, black stories still to be still be, to be told. But we veered a little bit. But Will obviously doing uh, being Mary Jane. How do you feel about him doing that? I mean, I think he's an excellent producer, and he's smart. So I think that alone will make him a viable candidate for the job and yeah. do a good job. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily know that what I've seen him already do is going to be like a reflection of what he would do with Mary Jane, but right. I think he's he's a smart dude. Like, I feel like he's really on top of his stuff. And yeah. he, he turned Think Like a Man, which was Steve Harvey's book, into something that women really wanted to go see and, like, made it a... Which, he deserves every award in the world. I'm like, you know, so right. I feel like he's in tune enough with yeah. voices and willing to like listen to whoever he needs to to make it happen and happen right. So. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say because this is such a female-driven perspective that, yeah. you know, can it's, he yeah. feel like he can do that as well. Do you watch um, the show? Uh, I've, I mean, I've seen it several times, but I'm not like a consistent watcher of the show. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, um, but a lot of the the cast have been on Black Hollywood Live, and mm-hmm. some of my friends are on the cast. So you know, I I do 
support and love what they're doing with the with the with the show. So yeah. I hope they continue to blossom and do amazing stuff. Yes. On BET. Maybe they'll do And an we have an album. amazing interview with Will Packer that we did here at Black Yes, Hubbard you guys Live. should check it out. Check it out. It's Black Hubbard Live Portraits. So he told us how he got started, y'all. Get some advice. To, yeah, get some advice yeah. and a lot of the, and how he manages all his different projects. You should def- definitely check it Hustler. out. Hustler. For sure. All right. Well, speaking of moving forward in the world today, <laughs> I don't know why I think this, I do know why I think this is funny. Um, so we got news this week that Obama has signed a new bill into law. So all of us can be very excited that terms like Oriental and Negro, among others, have now been erased from federal law. And it is legal to have those in there, and they will retype that shit and get it right this time because it is super offensive and insulting. And this uh, charge was led by Representative Grace Ming, who basically said that... uh, the term oriental has no place in federal law and at long last this insulting and outdated term will be gone for good other terms that were also coupled into that were terms like eskimo indian and uh you know uh spanish speaking apparently was used for hispanic people all this time so they will change that to hispanic um indians will become native americans eskimos will and i'm sorry eskimos and alut I've never heard that one, actually. A, a, a with loot. an A. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, will become Alaska Natives. Oh. So, so not Inuit, Alaska Natives. No, no, Alaska Natives. Gotcha. So I thought that was interesting because I thought Inuit was the proper term. but I know, not. so did I. Um, it's weird how many of those terms are the ones like we were taught, this is the right thing to yeah, say when you were growing right, up. Yeah. So I know a lot of people have trouble with change, but, you know, it's like things change. Mm-hmm. And this is actually, I think this is really important for Asian Americans. Like, oh, it's Even huge. bigger than anyone it's else. Bigger than even bigger than else. black. Like, it's huge. It's because that is a horrible yeah. oriental. I mean, oriental. it's just oh, one of those. I have gotten on my mother so many times. About she, saying her, oriental. About saying oriental. Because right. she was describing one of her neighbors. And she's like, oh, oh she's oriental. I said, so she's a rug. It really is the generation. <laughs> said, it's I a said, generation. I said, right. so she's a rug. You're calling her rug. And I told her, I was like, don't ever say that again. You know, come on now. Well, and we understand why older people do that, but it is good that you're having that conversation because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some some older people can move and change Mm -hmm. if if explained to them uh, what's up. And there are a lot of old white people who I know... um, who said, I remember being at like a Vanity Fair Oscar dinner and this famous jazz musician who was like 102 leaned over and said, you're such a pretty little colored gal. Wow. <laughs> and, um, that actually seemed creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I was like, he's 102. Yeah. And I just went... Thanks. That was better because than Because we hey, were, right. No, yeah. because the thing that is, was he wasn't step. actually trying, yes. Yeah. We knew There's what he no was trying to do. He was actually trying to give me a compliment. Or now, better than him saying mulatto, I guess. Well, I'm, we've, and I, what we've he, what graduated. I, and what I have said, I don't prefer, I don't like the term mulatto. I don't know. When someone's like 102, I kind of cut them slack. But anything like 85 and under. I, I was going to no. say, yeah, you got to at least be 90 no, plus to say mulatto. That's like, that. No, but you don't know Been how many out. people on like Twitter will get, like, you're mulatto, and I'm like I don't like that term. It sounds like a mule. It's it doesn't say it's not it's so like a white, pepperidge farm cracker. Cookie. I know white people are the worst. It's the most beautiful world I, word I've ever heard. Shut up. It's not. What? Um, I know. I've had a lot. You've never had anyone white say that to you. No, no, like, well, not, not, not to me. Most beautiful. <laughs> they, they, knew, they, they know you listen, ain't no black ass. He ain't no. You not even a quadruple. They were like If I was in the room, they would just skipped right over me. Oh, Negro. Black, <laughs> I don't even call myself a mulatto. I'm 
mulatto, by the way. I say I'm black. Or sometimes if I'm they mixed. were in a room and a mulatto word came up and I was staying there, they wouldn't even they would look at me. They would still be looking around. They would still be looking. Like, mulatto, mulatto. Yeah, you could be mulatto, mulatto and be all different shades, is all I'm going to say here. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody have a lot of here but me, I guess. He huh? No, um, <laughs> he's an octoroon. Uh, but back to this, I think these things are really good to get rid of. I think Negroes, uh, that's actually, you know, this is interesting because when I was growing up, that is what white people who thought they were being respectful well, would say. Well, I mean, right. Negro you know, was no proper term up until right, the 70s. Up until and then the it 70s. became an issue, and it, people, Negro and black was well, not acceptable, gonna, then African American came into but play. But when did, I, now, is black really out? Because no, I like black. black, 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 black I that's the name of our network. Now. We're in big trouble if that's the case. Because if you, I, I heard someone say, recorrect somebody, and he said, no, black. He said, uh, no, he said African American. He said, I'm not from Africa. Like, exactly. Yeah. He that's took a offense. That's the argument of it now as to why black people, black, the reason black became an issue is because they were running around calling you the blacks. The blacks. That's true. Well, when you put the in front of anything, exactly. it changes the tone. I still or you, I would still prefer brown because that's what we are. We're not black. Yeah, I never understood that. And white people are more like off pink or something. You know what I mean? I'm not sure what color would you say. Pale. So. I'm glad we have different words now. Glad, I just but, think it's funny that there required a whole like session of Congress to like go through and talk about it, get this bill passed. They had to vote on it. Then it has to go to the president. I mean, I get it, but it's just hilarious to, that it has to go through all of these steps just to be like. But those old senators, you know, are like the Negroes are making us change the world. Like, should there just be like an editor on staff that is like that like was Wikipedia. here like. It, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, that was like, you know what? This is an outdated term. Uh, uh, and then it just gets like passed through maybe a committee real quick. Like this feels like such an ordeal. It's like those blue so, book laws. Yeah. Have you ever, like you, it's illegal <laughs> to have an ice cream sandwich in your back oh, pocket right, in Boston right, right. Commons. Like yes. why is right. that? Why? Yeah. Right. But, but I mean, it is, is ridiculous. But, it. but yeah. I am glad they're doing it, like I said, especially for Asian Americans. I think yes. it's a much bigger deal even than uh, black people. I mean, here's the thing. I'm going to have a tough time with <laughs> saying Native Negro. Because I joke with my I cousins all the time. Negro. I'm like, Negro, please. You know, Negro. but I guess I'm going to have to stop saying that. No, we can't, you can say that. Can say it's the difference between Negro. personal and government. You can say whatever you right. want amongst friends, and frankly. Yeah, <laughs> and Negro wasn't meant to be derogatory. It was actually uh, yeah. the next stepped up. That's just a time evolution situation. Oriental was meant to be derogatory. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's a derogatory. Right. But anyway, so we're grown. We're growing. Moving right. on moving up. Moving on up. Moving on up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, to equality. To, to equality. Should we put our fist up? Right, right on, right on. Right on. Oh, my God. Every time I do that, I'm like, tense your arms so it doesn't flop around. <laughs> I have to hold mine up. That's so crazy. All right. Well, we're going to move on to our final stories with the ER Web Stories Spotlight of the Week. Fancy. They've been slack in the past few weeks. They have. All right. Um, Zach, can you remix us one more time with that ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week music? We like that. Yes, I could listen to that all day. Or five right, right now. Okay. Uh, I could listen to that all day. And I'm, the I'm end the goes movie. boom, boom. And it, I feel like it's always going to go into Aaliyah. Are you that somebody? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm waiting for the Baroque classical boom, boom. remix. Is that you that somebody? Yeah, yeah, I feel that. All right, well, this is somebody who has been in the news all week um, who is get, catching a lot of fire after her performance at the Billboard Awards. 
Miss Madonna. Uh, we all saw the tribute that she did there towards Prince. I and she did two songs. She did Nothing Compares to You, which was his 1999 hit uh, that he gave to, well, he made it a hit for Sinead O'Connor. And then she also did a rendition of Purple Rain with Stevie Wonder. And after that, the press went in and fired her up and talked about how terrible this tribute was. And there's been a lot of back and forth on why Madonna was chosen for this and why other talent from Minneapolis, from Sheila E. to The Time to so many other, anybody, anybody well, for, why she was doing this tribute and and the catastrophe of it all. But can we also side, just a quick sidebar to Linda Perry's comments about how Shaka uh, yeah. Khan or people in The Time or whoever well, worked irrelevant. with Prince, and I get it, she's a big producer now, if you only know her from her one hit song in the 90s, she's gone on, she's a very successful producer, um, but she was basically saying all these people are irrelevant and that's why, uh, and basically she's talking dollars and cents, but it sounds ridiculous because she it really insulted Sheila E who she is did. amazing and could have done this so anyway I do wish they'd chosen uh, people who were his peers like that or worked with him but they did collaborate and by that I mean have sex right her and yeah. Prince so well, yes they did <laughs> and then they did collaborate on her um like a prayer album, he did two tracks on her album, but they had fallen out for many years. They yeah. just recently, I believe, had sort of resurfaced their friendship. Um, in fact, there was a lot of things back in the press where Madonna had talked a lot of trash about Prince and you know blah blah blah. So, but here's the thing: there, there's two parts to this story. Where yes, she got super slack for her performance, but Questlove uh, went on to defend her and basically you know, love Questlove. Overall, he just basically I said, "Listen, there's going to be a ton of tributes from different yeah. awards." Award shows, different people, everyone will tribute in their own kind of a way. So why go bash in on her, her so much and bash her when she feels like this is her way of giving her peace to Prince? Here's why. <laughs> okay, let's hear that. Let's hear why. Do tell. No, I'm kidding, actually. I actually think it was pretty sad how badly she got bashed, and I think it has much more to do with the fact more to do with the fact than it was Prince a Prince tribute. I think people have an issue with Madonna. And that's why it was easy to really go in on her. In addition, I mean, it wasn't a good tribute. I'm it was, just it it was horrible. Real. I mean, let's and be honest. It, it, it wasn't it was good, but not good because I expect it to be Prince-like, but because it was off-key and just But it's Madonna. Bad. That's kind but of that's her thing. thing. But, but <laughs> right? It, Visually, but, I like the chair, the outfit. You just said I like the chair. When she turned <laughs> around in it, I was like, sing. okay, this is great, cute. But when she started singing, yeah. I was like, ooh. Here's what someone... And then to not promote Stevie Wonder, like, the whole time, like, that was a surprise. We're like, oh. I did he I do, wish, was this like little mama? He just got on stage because he's he like, let me like, help yeah. this girl. I wish I had this person's <laughs> name who I retweeted, and I'm sorry I don't. But the tweet basically said, here's the way to do a Prince tribute. Just show clips of Prince doing Prince songs. That is the best way to do a Prince tribute. Well, listen, and I we could talk about it all day long on but how the tribute could have been that. better. They want dancers. They want, you know, But I would, I mean, I, we love Prince, so I just would have yeah. loved to see a retrospective of Prince doing Prince doing Prince. But well, that's probably well, illegal, too, because we don't know who has the Who has the rights still. Well, and, and there was a lot of back and forth because some people were are criticizing Madonna because they said it was all about her in the performance. It was very ego-driven, and it wasn't about Prince. Some people were saying, you know, obviously that's talking about her being off-key, you know, all the way down to um, that the fact that who who really said that she should do the tribute? Because she's saying that she was asked by Billboard, and then some people said that she reached out to Billboard. So it's a lot of back and forth on what the truth really is. But at the end of the day, 
you know, I, I love Madonna. She is the icon that she is from the 80s. And I do think, I, I do feel that she genuinely wanted to do a great yeah. tribute to yeah. them. I mean, it was Madonna, it was Prince, it was Michael Jackson, it was Whitney <laughs> Houston. She's the only one of those four who are alive. So it was her way of expressing herself. So I give her that. But then on the flip side of that, Prince Prince's music is a very hard thing to tackle. Yeah. And whether you are a fan or love him or not, it's still a certain procedure that I feel like you need to go through in order to deliver his music. Maybe she Maybe should have had eight other lessons. people with her singing. But, dude, she, but she, you know he just passed. Like, it's pretty recent. So, like, she probably didn't get a whole lot of rehearsal time in, you know? And so maybe she thought the best way to do it would just be to not make a big show about it. Because it was short, put too. Put me in a chair. I'll just be there myself. Stevie can come and, like, he wants to do this portion. And maybe the best way to do it is to keep it as simple as possible. Right. Because if you try to do too much and we Then your Lady Gaga doing work. a yeah. David Bowie But tribute. also, exactly. you're Madonna and you don't have the voice to just be on stage with the chair. Like, you need to put the spectacle on because you're Madonna and that's right. what people well, go to your concerts Well, maybe in her theory for. that I mean, yeah, the yeah. messiness <laughs> of the voice was enough of a spectacle to still be Madonna <laughs> but still be respectful of the fact that she's not trying to do an elaborate showing. <laughs> I know, you know, when people, when people are bashing her for about, like, how she dresses or what she does for a woman her age, I wish that she yeah. was, like, the best singer in the world so I could be yeah. like, who cares? Because she's the best singer in the world and she could do whatever she yeah. wants. But the thing is, because I don't care what she's a Woman, do your thing. So I hate it when people are on her. Nobody says Mick Jagger don't strut around like exactly. that. They do say Madonna, right. put your tits away. Yeah, Mick and Jagger probably needs to stop. Well, no, but he nobody, doesn't. But nobody come for him like that. Right? Yeah. Nobody. Okay, but, but on the flip side of that, though, I'm gonna play devil's advocate for that. It's like after you've done it so many times, why do you still feel the need that you have to do that? It's you not did, about you feeling you, the need. You put it's your boob out in the eighties. That's her brand. Yeah, but yeah. you're you're fifty something years old now. You've done that all your life to do something different. But also, she also think about women her age. Look at her and be like, wow, Madonna but can do it, I can freaking that's, do it. That's what I'm saying. Empowering. It's a really sticky wicket when you're talking about her because it quite comes to, well, you're 56 and you've da, 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 and age comes into play so much with her that it almost makes one to cut, cut her more slack. But again, I would defend her more strongly and yeah, fervently she if sing. she could sing. Um, and she can. I, I, there's some great Madonna catchy songs. I I get why they picked her. She's one, like you said, she's one of she's the few legends those, who's yeah. still alive. So on that level, that makes sense. I give her Push that. But envelope. she um, went to Instagram three times um, because oh. because of all the slack she wanted to defend herself. So the first Instagram picture she put up, she said, "Deal with it." Alongside a decked out, you know, purple getup that she has with a rose in her mouth. Uh, the second um, tweet that she put out. She labor elaborated a little bit more. She said, anyone who wants to do a tribute to Prince is welcome to, whatever your age, gender, or skin color. If you loved him and he inspired you, then show it. I love Prince forever. The third Instagram picture she put up is a, a, a message that says, this is my dot, dot, dot. I'm not your bitch. Don't hang your shit on me, which is obviously playing off of her mm-hmm. song off of Human Nature, uh, her song Human Nature <laughs> off of her Bedtime Stories album. So yeah. um, BET threw her super shade. You what know, should they which, say? Because I didn't even click on <laughs> that link. B- I was like, B- I'm not BET did a official Twitter um, post, and it was a promo video um, basically mocking the Billboard Awards. And they said, yeah, we saw that. Don't worry. We got you, you know, alluding to their June twenty, oh. June twenty six, twenty six BT award. They're not, know. they're not gonna say, but I'm, I'm gonna guess that they're probably gonna slam dunk it. Now there was a slam dunk it. You think? So? I think, I think, I think, think so. 
Which is why I think so because I feel like they're going to bring in the people that really should be doing it. You can bring in Miguel and I would be happy. You could bring in D'Angelo. You could bring in Maxwell. Prince will. It better be Maxwell or. No, but 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 Miguel, you you guys can say whatever you want. But Miguel could get a Prince song off. If he's saying beautiful ones, he would slay it. Come on. But you know, it's too bad that Madonna didn't have Sheila E. on percussion and didn't have so and so and doing a little and have making it. A little thing. And have the time and, there. Yeah. And do, she, I think I would have done. She would have had suffered no wrath from this. Yeah. But again, all this is doing is getting her what more press. So yeah, she's it is. fine. And my last question before we move on to the last subject: Do you think that? Um, do you think that it was unprofessional to have that? What BT did as far as like kind of shading. Madonna. It's wor- the the world we live yeah, in right yeah, now. Like that's, that's advertising. At this point, shade is advertising. These days, McDonald's right? shades Burger King. Yeah. Like T-Mobile shaded. Oh, who is the phone company shade. that shaded everything? Like it wasn't yeah. like that was some bullshit. I think gonna do it better. What I read in it is we'll have someone black do it at least. That's what I read. Well, I just think that they're gonna have. I think they're gonna have a lot of collaboration. All right, we're gonna move on to our last story because we have to unfortunately get out of here. We'll make this one really quick, but it's very important. There's a Stanford grad. Her name is Chica. Okel Rowe, uh, she recently did a presentation to a bunch of ad executives and CEOs um, about the colorism issue that's taking place in in the world. So she said what she wanted. She said what inspired her to kind of put together this presentation is the fact that she was a huge fan of Straight Outta Compton, and she said she's not an actress, but what she wanted to do is find out. Hey, you know, with their casting, what what were kind of some of their casting procedures that. You know, she just wanted to know like how they viewed black women. So she went on and she said that it was broken up in three different tiers on how they actually cast the women, and it was really disappointing Octoroons, for her. Octoroons, so quadrants. So here, here's a here's a quick <laughs> clip. <laughs> we have a we have a quick clip that we're gonna play and set up of her talking about the three layers of colorism that took place for the Straight Outta Compton casting. The movie Straight Outta Compton comes out. I'm so excited. I'm from LA, so this movie is particularly close to my heart. I saw it in theaters three times. Plus, I'm perusing the internet, devouring everything I can about this movie. I come across the casting call. Now, this movie has already come out, and I'm no actress, so I wouldn't actually audition. But I just wondered, hypothetically, if I did, what role would I get? So I look at the casting call, and I'm going down the categories, and I start at the top, the A-girls. The casting call reads, these are the hottest of the hottest. Models. Must have real hair, no extensions. Well, since I have 20 inches of Brazilian hair extensions on my head, doesn't quite apply to me. But that's fine. I go to the next category, the B-girls. The casting call reads, these are fine girls. Long, natural hair, must have light skin. Beyonce is the prototype hit here. Light skin. Also not me. And might I add, not even Beyonce made the cut to be an A-girl. But that's fine. (laughs) I go to the next category, the C-girls. The casting call reads, these are African-American girls, can't have extensions, must be medium to light skin toned. Now, maybe back when I lived in Boston in the middle of the winter, could I get away with being medium skin toned? But since I've come back to sunny California, where I spend all my free time baking in the sun, not so much. So I scroll all the way down to the last category, the D-girls. The casting call reads, these are African-American girls, poor, not, not in good shape, must have a darker skin tone. 
darker skin tone. So that's a little uh, little bit of clip of, yes, of her speech that she gave. You can find that you find out more about that on blackhighwoodlive.com. We'll have the full. Okay, do anyone else want to pull her dress down just a little yeah. bit, though? I just oh, want to God. just, like, pull that down. Just, just a little Sorry, girl, just a little I just bit. had to say it. But stay. she went on, because we're going to wrap up the story really quickly, <laughs> but she went on to talk about more about colorism and, and advertising, and she had this last message to say to executives in order to stop colorism. She said, among us are CEOs and co-founders, directors of marketing. You all set the standards of what society considers beautiful by deciding who is chosen to represent the brand. So when you have the opportunity to make the choice, make the unconventional choice. So I, you know, I applaud her. I mean, you know, she, Courtney, when you already wrote, you rolling your eyes a little bit, Courtney. You got like 30 seconds to say. I didn't roll my eyes. Yeah. I just, I mean, I think that's beautiful in theory, but the point is, is we just talked, what, two weeks ago where you can't even sell something you own on eBay if you got a black hand in the picture. So mm -hmm. advertisers are, it's not just advertisers making those choices. The people have to actually buy the stuff being sold by, if their sales go down because a brown-skinned person is in the advertisement, then th that doesn't work financially. So if we're still looking through the lens of, like, we're not getting rid of the lens of, uh, this is a little bit better because it's lighter-skinned or it's white, by saying, okay, it's on the advertisers to do this. It's on all of us to do it. I agree. Well, we, all, we all have to make the change. There's also two things that are going on here. One, I, I was around in the 90s, and that is actually what it was like. You yeah. had to, you know what I mean? I was never a video girl, but do, they wanted light-skinned honeys. That right. was the, literally the term for it. So we're talking about a movie that took place during that time. But whoever wrote the casting notice up, yeah. and there was talk about this casting notice yeah. when the movie, before yeah. the movie was out. It's racist, absolutely. absolutely. Absolutely, the language of it is ridiculous. They could have worded it a million better time, a million better ways. Um, I, I think it'd be interesting to see the rest of her to see what point she has, because mm -hmm. like you said, we can keep talking about it and talking about it, but within our own group, we have a, still have, you can go to Spike Lee's um, School Days and the Good and Bad Hair and Light and Dark Skin, that is still going raging full mm -hmm. force these days amongst ourselves, so we, we need to kind of get that straight. How, how are we going to change anyone else's opinion if we're still judging each other on our hair Absolutely. and our light skin? Absolutely, and it's, a, it's an on and ongoing um, topic that will can't um, unfortunately solve the world today, but we will continue to talk about on the show to figure out ways to improve it. I mean, we I do feel like as I look at advertisements now and television, I do see a little bit of a change and shift on who's sure. representing yep. and There's what we more. look like. Absolutely. Yeah. I cannot deny that part. We have a long way to go. Absolutely. But we'd like to hear more about what you guys think about colorism and just the changes that you feel need to be made in the world, advertising, just just the way people think across the board and across races. So first of all, where can people find you, Rachel? Uh, at Rachel True on Twitter and True Rachel True on Instagram. Jesse. DJ Jesse J. Courtney. Everywhere at Stuart Starlet. And you can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today. We definitely want to hear what you have to say about colorism. So tweet us, you know, Facebook us, whatever. Keep the conversation Keep the conversation flowing. going because that's the only way to solve the problem. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Bye. Peace. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Daryl Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.